You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the Rose Battle Podcast. I'm Brian Moses. I'm here with Coach T. Yeah. Pat Barker. Yo. And the Rose Master General is joining us yet again to recap another episode. Jeffrey Ross. So much fun, Moses. These episodes, like, they get better and better. I don't know if it's me relaxing or the comics just knowing how to do it, but man, this is some good ones. Yeah. Later in the episode, we'll have Jerron Horton and Matt Broussard joining us to talk about their battle versus each other. That's going to be a cool interview. Yeah. I'm curious to see Jerron's take on <laughs> all three judges voting against him, even though he was so funny. He <laughs> was so good. Let's talk about that battle, Jerron versus Matt. Now, these are both good friends of yours. Jerron, definitely. Uh, and Matt basically loses to every eventual winner of the tournament or yeah. the show. Right. This time, that couldn't happen because these were just one-offs. Right. Now, what do you think about this matchup? And why'd you put these two together? Um, it was We had trouble finding a challenger for Matthew Broussard because you can't just throw anybody at him. He'll right. eat him alive. And, you know, he's not a typical, you know, creature from the Black Lagoon roast battler. <laughs> he's like a real good-looking guy, tall, super creative um, and Jerron's like that. Exactly. So I thought, all right, well, here's like, you know, if it was going to be like two grooms on the top of a wedding cake <laughs> and an interracial gay marriage. That's a good looking one. This yeah. would have been the battle. Uh-huh. And uh, they stepped up, man. Jerron was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like for my first time on TV, you could I would have been shaken. Because even to just do stand-up or an acting job, yeah. you know, I know he's appeared on I'm Dying Up Here, but, you know, that's nerve-wracking when you have big cameras pointed at you and you're, you're trying to do an intimate scene. Right. But it's when you're, when you're on that roast battle uh, arena stage and everyone's looking at you and someone's calling you names. Right. And you got Nikki Glaser and, and Jezelnik and me judging you and ready to judge you. You know, I got a shout out to Jerron. Balls of Steel played it cool and was totally hilarious. And his his sweet mom Kim was there too. Yeah. Oh, she was. I didn't see him. Jerron's mom. Uh, way to go, Jerron's mom. Yeah. He I mean, from a battler's perspective, I know you really appreciated this uh, this battle. I it was just this it was a slugfest of jokes. I love this battle. Like it could went to yeah. overtime. It was just it was perfect pure writing, and I love a lot of the theatrics of roast battle that we we've seen earlier. You know, in the month. Um, but this was just two guys who came out. They're both wearing just like a shirt and jeans, and they just showed up with their jokes. You know, yeah. they just there, there were go. there was no extracurricular antics. There was no bullshit. It was just pure jokes the whole way through, and they were great. Yeah, it felt like bare knuckle boxing in a sense, or uh, like a Mickey Ward or Gotti fight. It was just, I mean, mm. literally, you didn't know who was going to win this one. No. Yeah, it was. About, I would say this was our most competitive episode of the season thus far. Right. I mean, because the, the we, best we joke started writers. with that, yeah. and then uh, the the main event was very similar in that it was two great joke writers and also very, very, very close. Now, there's there's some good behind the scenes with this one. We're really going to dig in, into for this one, uh, Roastmaster. Now, these are two of your like favorite roast writers. Yeah. And uh, Tony Hinchcliffe and, and Mike Lawrence. Yeah. You have these guys on basically every roast you've done for the last, I don't know, four or five. Right. And you love these two. Mike won season one, the tournament. Tony's a favorite. He's got a hit podcast called Tony. Basically, he's, just, he's roasting you know new comics and finding out new things about them. Right. He gives people a chance too, like the roast. Yeah. People come to LA, and there's really two places to go to get any sort of community, and that's either Kill Tony or Roast Battle. Right. Um, so Tony is very much in the world of roasting. Yes, he, is. he, he really is, takes it seriously, and not many people take it as seriously as Tony, except. 
I would say Mike Lawrence, right. who also is amazing. Yeah. So getting a matchup for either of them was hard. They don't want to battle people they don't care about. Mm. They don't want to battle people they're not friends with. And Mike is happier when he's battling a friend. Tony right. doesn't, he's never happy no matter who he's battling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I asked Tony that, yeah. who he wanted to battle. He sent me a list that was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> uh, you know, no. the Secretary of the Navy. Right. Like, he wanted, like, he wanted people that we could never get. Like, he really wanted a big matchup. And to be honest, when I, when I mentioned Mike Lawrence, he he balked. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm not really tight with Mike. He's not really up to my roasting. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? That's an interesting comment, right? Yeah. yeah. What'd you think about that comment? I told him he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. And Mike had a similar reaction. Uh-oh. Really? Mike also was hesitant to battle Tony, not because he's afraid. Neither of them were afraid. It was right. just like, ah, that's not somebody I want to think about for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, they, you, that, that's really what it comes down to. Right. And I said to them, well, why don't you guys, like, talk? Like, maybe coordinate some intros and make it like a, a fun wrestling-type moment. And they were both like, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They both suddenly kicked into this other Darth Vader mode. Like super competitive, huh? Yeah. Which is funny because they're both WWE fans. Right. It was like, do some off the rope shit, but they're like, they're they're both comics and being a comic isn't like being a wrestler. It's like being a boxer. Okay. You want to win. Yes. All right. And they both want to win. And here's a clip of Tony Hinchcliffe versus Mike Lawrence. You both know the rules. Who's going first? I'll go first. Are we ready? Tony! Mike looks like Louis C.K.'s genitals. Because he's about to get beat in front of an audience. (laughs) What a fun battle this is between two roast writers, me and who's ever helping Tony tonight. (laughs) Really, man, I can't... I just can't wait to see what fat, ugly nerds you hired to call me a fat, ugly nerd. If you want to see something Tony's written all by himself, you can just go to his Wikipedia page. Everybody knows Mike's a great writer. That's how he got the Emmy. Nom, 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 nom. Mike wrote on the last season of Schumer's show and the last season of Crashing. He's ended more shows than Harvey Weinstein's boner. (laughs) Yeah, I am fed. I am literally twice the comic you are. Uh... (laughs) I do think Mike Lawrence, and maybe this is a controversial statement, but I do think Mike Lawrence is the better battler but I think Tony won that night. 
I have something I have to ask you about. Because right. I was I was up amongst the people for this battle. I was uh, I was by the back bar, <laughs> and there was a lot of controversy about the decision. And a lot of people pointed out that Tony had the uh, Tom Brady style playbook on his arm. Oh, is that what Which that was? I, I, no, wait, that's what that was. With his yeah. jokes on it. But see, I took that as a, a gag. Like, oh, I'm like the quarterback. Let me look at my playbook. I didn't think he was actually using that. By the way, notes aren't. They're not disallowed. They're not disallowed. But there were some people who were saying it was so close to, like, I give the edge to Mike because he didn't need that thing. Right. And I was like, I don't think Tony really needed it either. What was your perception of that? Did you think he was seriously using that? Yes. And I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That boy was swimming. And I, and, and I commend him for it because he did it with the timing of a professional. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was a big applause break. And some break of the action. It might have been the wave popping out and doing something. And Tony, when no one's looking at him, when he knows he's not on camera or not the center of attention in that moment or not as much the center of attention in that moment, he flipped it up and he looked at it in case he needed an overtime joke because it was looking like it was a close Mm. battle. So it was during the judging or at the end of the battle when the bell was going off, he flipped it open. And other people use... Um, cheat sheets in different ways, cue cards or teleprompter, right. clipboard. So, so a clipboard. <laughs> Shout out Jimmy Carter. <laughs> so I figure, why penalize Tony for making it um, subliminal and discreet, and and helping him be a better battler? It's like picking your favorite and, corner man. And you know, to be honest, I mean, these guys actually they. Uh, they um they they we they got we got to these guys later I think so they only had a week to prepare and then they both had hell of a week to like even prepare beyond the week they're both working exactly. full time Tony was, yeah Tony had a, a run up in Montreal at the Just for Last Festival the most prestigious comedy festival we have Mike is working on HBO's crashing so they only had seven days to prepare I think others got a little more time those guys had probably the least amount of time besides you and Blake Griffin um Mike was working on the crashing set in New York until two a.m. And uh, uh, how to get on a plane at 7 a.m. Yeah. So same thing with Tony. This is a this is very strenuous. Yeah, and, but, yeah, but it's and I'm not sure were. you know it's fair that they have to rise to the occasion like that. But they did. But they man, did. did they? Yeah. That was. Yeah, it, I, I would say either that or Jamar versus Yamanika has been the best battle of our season. I thought both battles yeah. were outstanding. Yeah, really close. They won up to yeah. Fun, I didn't, fun. I didn't Polar opposites in terms of energy and you know color, style yeah. but, you, and skin color. You're you're saying best is hard. Wasn't a clear winner. What do you mean? I'm saying best as in it was Display really competitive joke the whole way through. Great mm-hmm. joke writing and yeah, at the end, I like it when there's a little bit of controversy over the winner. I think right. that's healthy. I think that's yeah. good. I think that's what you know what we do. Oh, Jeff, were you concerned about how the outcome might affect your relationship with any of these comments? <laughs> I was. It, 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 it weighs on me uh, immediately, um, and it weighs on me through the rest of the night, even into my battle later on. I was still obsessing about, is Mike Lawrence here? Did he leave? Mm. Uh, I want to make sure, you know, and he does know how much I appreciate him and respect what he does. I mean... I learned how to roast battle from watching Mike Lawrence and other people uh, who do the show. But Mike especially is, he's just a great comic and a great guy. And, um, I mean, if I had my way, he would roast battle every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tony was really focused, man. I got to say, Tony Hinchcliffe on that night 
took like other big targets with him. He did topical jokes off stuff that's happening in the news. He didn't go back to the same well very much, and he he just was he was dynamic and he was hilarious. Yeah, uh, good for Tony. I'm glad he uh, had an opportunity to get his shine on uh, last night there on Comedy Central. Uh, but for Mike Lawrence, um, for for those of you who don't know, Mike Lawrence is always or usually judging in the belly room, and he kills. He's really, really funny. He's very well respected. But before he was a judge, he battled. Um, and he battled, and we have one of those battles on tape from a long, long time ago, like maybe two, three years. Mike Lawrence is going against a good friend of his by the name of Guy Branham. Now, Guy Branham is, like, huge right now, and I'm not just talking about how much he weighs. I mean, he's got his own show on, on True TV. I mean, he's all over the place. He's a touring, very successful comic. But a few few years ago, uh, he was on the come-up, and he had a battle with Mike Lawrence, and we have it recorded. So we're just going to play a small clip of that. We're just going to play the first round, and then we're going to get back to... Uh, Jerron and Matthew Broussard. So here's a, a quick first round of some of Mike Lawrence's old jokes, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Remember, Mike Lawrence, Guy Branham, are we fucking ready for this? I thought so. Let's roast! Guy Branham grew up on a farm, and everyone was mean to him except the lovely spider Charlotte who let everyone know he was some terrific pig. Guy Branham is proof that you are what you eat, a bitter asshole. Guy, you must think that we're all a bunch of dicks because you always spit on us when you talk. Boys Don't Cry is about the people guys had sex with. You've broken more Asians' backs than the railroad industry. And that's round one. Oh, man. All right, here's a clip of Jerron Horton versus Matt Broussard. And after this, we're going to sit down with Matt Broussard and Ron Horton as they tell us what happened during their battle. Roasters! Who wants to go first? Are we ready for this? Let's roast! Honestly, I feel sorry for Matt. Do you know how hard it is being a straight white male who's gay as fuck? For real, Matt, you look like Prince Charming if he found Cinderella's shoes and started wearing them. John, I'm really happy you're here. I'm glad to see the get out surgery went well. That's, that's funny because you look like you worked the concierge desk in the sunken place. Matt, I actually have a math problem for you. If you put two roofies into one drink... How did you only get three months probation? That's a good one, fuck boys to men. (laughs) 
And we're back with Jerron Horton and Matt Broussard, fresh off their battle. Gentlemen. What's up? That was a banger. That was a fun one. Thank you. That was one of the most fun. Thank you. How you feeling post-battle? I feel tired. It just was a a lot. It was draining just writing for him and trying to, like, prepare. and. Oh, you wrote for him? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. But what I'm saying is that it was just, like challenge like getting prepared and like finding which jokes are the best ones to like try to use that it's just draining thinking yeah. about that shit yeah, what was your strategy going into this one uh my strategy was definitely to try to be clean because of my job outside of here <laughs> it's like i can't go up and call them like you know yeah you were for the open network oh yeah yeah oh. yeah so i, I don't want to like jeopardize be on camera you know saying some really like fucked up yeah vulgar shit didn't you call like a bitch ass nigga or something i called him that you got we we uh we say bitch ass nigga on our show that's true we say bitch and nigga that was the original title yeah (laughs) (laughs) the series bitch ass nigga nigga. no we can say that but i just said i'm just talking about like you know anything that's Political, too politically correct. I don't want to. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, bitch ass niggas fine, but yeah, there are lines. I, I yeah, there there are lines that you they're safer to not cross. But okay, yeah. <laughs> what was your strategy uh, going in for Jerome? Um, I it changed a bit. I didn't want to fall on race too much. Um, I. I had a, a learning lesson with Frank Castillo. I was just like, those were just racist statements. <laughs> like, that was like, yeah. But yeah. And I was like, let's see if I can stay away from race. I wanted to get a, a breadth of attack of like each joke attack something different. And he did a, a great job of that where it was like, he could hit me on one thing for one joke and a different thing for the next joke and a different thing. So it's like, how, 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 how thoroughly can you take them down across, you know, different things and just five jokes. And, uh, I think I, I, I fell back on race in the last show. Yeah. But that was, yeah. <laughs> you saved it for last. Saved it for the last. The best for last. But you but called it way. you called it out ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, just because, you know, it's L.A. It's an L.A. crowd. <laughs> They're going to be tense about weird stuff, and I look like this, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, very yeah. airy. Uh, they seem to like that joke, though. I think... I think it did. I think if I had gone pop, first yeah. with that joke, it would I, I think it would have been very different. Right. Yeah. But um, it was yeah. fun. What was I, uh yeah? What was your favorite joke of his? He told about you. Man, it, it didn't hit me till later in the night. The the, the Comedy Central joke. I can't remember the wording oh, of it, but that was, that was beautiful. Because to me, a Thank good you. roast joke is one that um can't ever be used again. Right, can only be used on that person. Sometimes even only by that person on that person. There's no other person you could use that joke on. And what it, what was brilliant about it is that you want to be the underdog. You want to you want to tear someone down in a roast battle, but everyone's rooting for the underdog. And in that joke, he lifted me up and and tore me down at the same time. So right. he, he he propped me up as this bad guy with a lot of things going for him, yeah. yet made himself, and yet yet tore me apart. Uh, it was brilliant. Brilliant. I've never, I, I didn't even think someone was going to come after me for that. Uh, <laughs> you wanna, do you want to say the joke? Uh, um... Uh, Matt's been on Adam Devine's house party. He's been on At Midnight, and he's been on every season of Roast Battle. Uh, Comedy Central should get me too. The way they've been forcing this dick down our throat. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Ah, so good. Yeah, what was your favorite joke of his? He told about you. Um. Uh, I would. I would say the. Uh, uh, my favorite one was the Oprah one, uh, because it wasn't like it was one. One, it was funny. But it wasn't like uh, 
negative to the show. Yeah. It wasn't like you're saying you're talking bad about the show. It was like you you made it about me, right. which is you said well, I look like a, like a sleazy ass motherfucker. Like what do you know about love? <laughs> <laughs> like fuck boys to men. Oh, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love it. I love it, but I, I, I mean it's my favorite can show. I just why say would this? I talk bad about it? But can, <laughs> but can I fuck say, boys to men? <laughs> but can I say this that white folks y'all took fuck boy and turned that shit into like a compliment? I mean straight up by the way. <laughs> oh, I fuck didn't mean it a, that way. But, <laughs> I'm in the black way. Oh, oh, with an eye? Okay. I'm aware. I'm aware the word has been gentrified. Well, he is from, he is yeah. from Atlanta. He is from Atlanta, so okay, I, I, forget, I forget that. <laughs> Matthew Bessard is one of the only battlers in the history of roast battling to have 90% of his battles on TV. But um, there is one battle out there that you did that was non-televised and I actually have it um it's got to be like four years old it's really really old it's against Sean Leary and it's the only non-televised battle that Matt Boussard has so keeping up in the tradition with this podcast where we have a great conversation kind of blended in with some with some great roast jokes uh let's go to a clip between your one rounder undercard battle against Sean Larry. Thank you, Sean. All right, Sean's up. This is Matt. Let's roast! Yo, yo, yo. All right, hey, Matthew Broussard has openly admitted to being able to give himself a blowjob. It's nice to know not just your personality sucks dick. Sean Leary. Sean Leary, you Voldemort motherfucker. You, you remind me of the movie American History X, but at least that movie made me laugh. Matthew Broussard, you live in a two-bedroom apartment in West Hollywood. You got the extra bedroom, so you had another closet to hide in. help you write that one? Oh! Inside bag joke. Yeah. <laughs> this is redundant. Sean Leary, In- you... you. Oh, oh it's my turn? Sorry. Sean Leary, you poor man's Ben Bailey. You... <laughs> You, fun fact about Sean Leary, uh, he was born in 1989 when the kid from The Indian in the Cupboard put a bringer show flyer into the cupboard. Oh. Back of the room, where are you at? Dude. Where are you at? Back of the room. Matthew, dude. Matthew, you are so pretentious. Your spirit animal is Billy Zane in Titanic. Oh. Niche reference. Very good niche reference. Niche reference. Niche. Sean Leary. Sean Leary. Yep. Your scalp is so shiny that when I look into it, I can perfectly see how much better my career is going. Battle. 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 Battle.
Matthew Broussard's father has Parkinson's. But his most violent head shaking happens when he watches Matt tell people that he's straight. Double down. Double down on the gay stuff. I have sucked a dick before, so. Um, <laughs> Sean Larry. My own, that's right. That's good. She's that's a callback and she got it and she explained it to you guys. Uh Sean Leary. Oh, yep. Sean Leary, yep. Nosferatu piece of shit. Niche reference. Obscure, obscure, You're, too obscure. All of your jokes are about dating and airplane food. If your, comedy, if your comedy was any hackier, you'd be a comedy store paid regular. White privilege does work, all right? You got that right. But no, I, 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 thought, I thought after, uh, you know, six episodes of Roast Battle, I thought that was probably the most competitive one across the board. Right. That was the one where I, I really felt like it needed one extra joke at the end. I, I thought agree. it was going to go overtime. Um, I, yeah, I thought that was the one where both parties came out of it looking absolutely fantastic. It was great. I mean, obviously going in, it looked fantastic, too. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank I you. just fixed my hair for the... Oh, no. It's, <laughs> you have a camera, so that joke doesn't work. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, it was pretty competitive. I know, you, I know you're a really competitive person, man. And I don't take you for a very competitive person, but are you? Yes. You're really? Damn. You're I was, I was a runner and a swimmer, so, yeah. Not a good one, but, like... <laughs> I like I'm those sorry. individual like. If I wanted heads. to compete with someone, I wouldn't jump in the pool with them. Like, I get it, but I mean, like, it's a different oh, you, level you of. You can't swim. So, I mean, first of all, <laughs> yeah. come on, I'm a great That's swimmer. a false premise. I'm a great swimmer, but I mean, like, I know, like, he's a contact sport competitor. Can I say yeah. that that way? Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's a different energy. It's a white boy from the south. No, I mean, it, it's com- competition is competition, whether it's swimming or, or academic. Yeah. Like, it's still like that same drive, whatever, to like beat somebody. You're like, I, I got to get that ass. I mean, I, I'll also say this. He he's our most tenured battler. You I, know what I mean, that thing is, like, what, your sixth battle now? No, I think more. If you Are you including... I'm uh, saying on TV. Uh, on, on TV. TV um, that would be my, I guess, fit. No, six. Yeah, yeah. six. Because yeah. you did one in the belly room, right? I've done one in the belly room. I did four in uh, Montreal. 2015 Montreal. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like most of our strongest battlers came up uh, through the belly room. And Matthew is one that. of those guys yeah. who skip yeah. that and still manages to nail the format every single time. Yeah, Matt, Matt was in the gate program of roast battle. I don't think I do. What was that? You're in the gate program of roast ah. battle. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't know if I do well in the belly room. I think it's a different energy, and I won't name names. I'm, I'm not like trying to shit talk anyone. There are people who do really well in the belly room who don't do well on the TV show. Yeah, there's, there's, there's there are some differences in those audiences, and uh, I think it's the harshness. And I think that was. I think our battle had like. There was respect in each joke. It wasn't just going straight for the meanest yeah. thing. It was said in a clever way. Absolutely. Which is what I was doing. And, like, you know, trying to avoid easy stuff. Um, and then also when you get harsh on the closer, there, there's been tension that builds up to it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not – you haven't gone to that well so often that it, it loses impact. I like how you gave yourself a little shield and you said, this is how I'm going to lose the crowd. I was yeah. like, ah, smart. Yeah. I said, I had to go. 
That was is that is that a weird thing to do? No, no, no. It's great. It's great. Great. That gave you the room to do what you needed to do. Yeah, especially in that LA crowd, like you were smart enough to know, like, okay, if I say that and I prep it first, it, it they can digest it easier. And they're actually pretty smart. I was like, man, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. maybe the that, shoe joke, by the way. Yeah, maybe that statement is what mm. won the battle for you. Nah. I'm beyond. It, it was literally that. My close. second joke whiffed. It's crazy. It, what's also crazy is I, th- I think this is the experience. You run your jokes by your friends. You you call like four or five friends who are comedians, and you you tell it to them, and you get you get varying opinions. And one of the jokes that everyone was like, "Yes, do that one," uh, was the one that just missed. What my my joke that I was just like, "Wow, that's just not a reaction," and I was like, "Oops." Uh, what was it's it? It's funny. It? It, it, it was his... Uh, Second joke. It was his, uh, no one's going to know my name. Cause, uh, I've been hitting the head a lot. Uh, he's <laughs> taking a lot of hits to the head, so after the show, he also won't remember his name. So, oh, so what good. happened... I'm, go, go, just, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> well, what was uh, going through my head when he said that joke? I was like, oh, I'm about to beat this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, I'm black. He's so unlikable looking. <laughs> and sounding. And sounding. And he just, he, they didn't like his joke. And I was like, I got this good one. And I got a laugh. And then he did his get out joke. And yeah. then he kind of looked at me like. <laughs> Your like, turn. Oh. <laughs> but I had to think on the fly. And I had to think on the fly. And uh, at least I got to use mine too to, to move it up right at that time. And all that shit. Yeah. I, and, uh. Yeah, but I just it it is like a kind of you know fun to see see the like be in the battle like not even know what, what else is going on around you yeah. just kind of mm-hmm. just against this person that boxing match. Okay, it's time to get back into another battle. Uh, this one is a real old school but a classic against everybody's beloved season two champion Frank Castillo. He went against in-studio guest Jerron Horton uh, a long, long time ago. So it's it's a three-rounder, so we're going to break up each round and keep this lovely conversation going between uh, Jerron and Matthew. So let's get into these jokes and get back into the conversation. So listen to Jerron going against Frank Castillo. Remember, Jerron, Frank, let's roast! Hey, 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 yeah. Frank's a really nice guy. He'd even give you the shirt off his wet back. Oh. <laughs> one for one. Big fan of that joke. Jerron looks like the action figures his dad never bought him. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Frank Frank doesn't speak much Spanish. He only knows the word C because that's his bra size. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Jerron's forehead's so big, his mom's pussy looks like the Tracy Morgan car crash. I'm not surprised Frank printed out his jokes tonight. He's Mexican. They have to walk around with their papers. (laughs) 
Jerron abandoned the kid when he found out it wasn't his. He left so fast, his real dad would have been impressed. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. We start calling this race battle. Jesus Christ, you two. Nothing but racist jokes. Yeah, that was fun. He did. I, he. This is something... Uh, we, we've known each other for a while um, and not like super, super close, but uh, we got we get there at like three. And there was a moment where I think there was like weird tension between us on stage early on because um, he's handsome and like a, a successful writer and he intimidates me. And I, I let it get to my head and he, he, a few minutes later he comes up and he goes, hey, you good? And I go, yeah. He goes, are you good? And I said... Yeah, what's up? He's like, let's just make this a good battle, man. Let's make it fun. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. Let's just go up there and look our best and let's let's enjoy it. Yeah. And it 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 was such a relief. I think it made the battle so good. I respect him for for uh, for doing that. That's awesome. It's you just really great because if, yeah, if you like the person, it's such uh, a fun yeah, battle. No, I was, right. We we were rehearsing and I was like, what I'm gonna do in rehearsal is I'm just gonna use jokes I'm not gonna use. Yeah. Right. And. And you have a boxing mentality. I, you yeah. like to intimidate yeah. before him. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something we do in yeah. swimming. Yeah. That's not something we do at the country club. Listen, he did, <laughs> he's not making that tension up, man. No. You had the chest out. You was big. <laughs> you saw it? Yeah. No, I no, no. threw out a really good joke in the warm-up, No, yeah, yeah. I said a joke to him, and then uh, it, got, it got a little laugh from like the stand-ins and yeah. like, the people in the crew. Just a little one. And then he was like, I kind of sound like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> but he didn't. He was like, Jerron, you look like you uh, use your decent jokes in rehearsal. And I, and I was like, Matt, you look like you're nervous. And then he was like, you, well, you, you're not self-aware. <laughs> you said, that's, that's, no, I am. I heard that. I said, oh, I am. Yeah. And then it's like, case see? In point. See? Yeah. And I was like, but, I was like that but, got too tense. Yeah. That was my fault. I'm well, no, so yeah, I, I was just fucking with yeah. him, and 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 but honestly, I've never like, been fucked with. Nothing bad has ever happened to yeah. me. <laughs> but I only I only did it just to fuck with him, and but I didn't. I wasn't gonna let that energy sit because I didn't want our battle to be something that was like uh, Pat and Eli. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Though that I was, didn't want it. I didn't want it to oh, be yeah. like a. That was wise. That was emotionally intelligent. That was one of the coolest interactions. Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't want it to be Thank like. I didn't want it to be like fueled with yeah. with any negativity because I didn't want to like be like now I definitely got to beat him and now and he's thinking man I, I, he's like trying to go over his jokes if he like you know he's so into it that he fucks his shit up then then and if I win because he fucked his shit up <laughs> the funny thing is I would feel I had the same conversation yeah. with Eli <laughs> I pulled him aside just like Jerron did to you and I was like it doesn't matter who wins everything's yeah, gonna be fine but God. let me let me let me ask you this because you in seasons one and two lost to the eventual champion mm-hmm. uh, do you prefer the new format do you feel like it takes pressure off to not have twenty five thousand dollars and a trophy on the line and you could just go out there and have a great battle and not worry about winning and losing yeah, um, it's hard to separate because now I'm I'm starting to feel more comfortable in this. I'm starting to get used to this, so I had fun because I'm I, I know how this works. But I also had fun because of that. It was the most at ease I've been. The most I've just really enjoyed the moment. Been like, ah, oh, this is great to be up here. This only lasts five minutes, you know, and, and just savor it. Um, there are you, I do. <laughs> 
Ugh, to talk industry terms, there was a lot of exposure that came out of being on four battles back to back to back. Right. That was really cool, but uh, that's the only thing I feel sacrificed <laughs> in this new format. Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, because this season is predicated on uh, on relationships, and uh, we'd already locked Matt in. So let's go behind the scenes. Matt was because Comedy Central really wanted Matt this season because they love him, obviously. As said by Drone's joke, they keep mm. forcing this, this dick down our throat. And I still don't stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, we gave him a, like a list of people, and you know, we, we asked like who we wanted to battle, and um, Jerron stuck out to him. He was just like, you know what, Jerron would be fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I respect that dude, and I really want to battle him. So why? Well, why there's uh, similarities the list, too. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why did you choose Jerron? It's a similar thing. I've never uh, battled. Well, first of all, he's we're both tall. Uh, yeah. Guys with like a, a sports background, not a not build, traditional yeah. characters in comedy, not good, right. you mm. know, not a good f- vessel for comedy. Um, and not I know he's an experienced battler, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought we represent, we, we kind of represent the same thing from kind of different backgrounds, right. in, in a lot of ways. Um, I knew it'd be funny. I knew he'd, he'd I know he'd bring it, and. Uh, yeah, I, yeah thought, I thought it'd be fun. I've also never, I've never battled a black person before. Right. Uh, <laughs> I knew that. Actually. And can't wait till I get to. Oh, like, sorry. <laughs> We're tired. Let's roast. No way, man. Frank's a shitty performer. His best impression is the one he leaves on the couch. Oh, I don't know. Frank's so lazy that he's a stand-in for Forrest Whitaker's eye. <laughs> Frank's so out of shape, he can't even run the light. (laughs) Frank's Frank's always there if you need him. And uh, when the chips are down, you can always count on Frank to eat the chips off the floor. (laughs) Last one. Uh, I just want to say that it takes a lot of guts to do the roast battle. And uh, here they are right here. Come on, Whenever Frank. I see Jerron, I always get scared because I feel like he's going to sell me candy for his high school basketball team. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Jerron looks like he moisturizes with truffle butter. Jerron's next battle is spelling Greg Fitzsimmons on the marquee outside. (laughs) Jerron's forehead is a lot like his stand-up because it just goes on and on and on and on. Wow. Impressive. Good job, you two. Yes. Job, that's Coach. that's what I love about roasting. It's like still roasting is still kind of a new thing to me. The thing yeah. I love about it is it's a place where I think why it can go so wildly one way or the other. Veterans yeah. lose mm-hmm. yeah. um, is because it's this place where like your joke writing shines so much. Like stand up, it's like it's such a mixture of performance and writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this. These are purely my jokes on showcase. Like yeah, it's it's so liberating. It's so fun to just be judged on your words and letters yeah and it's fun to try to like go after stuff that people like no one else has already tried to talk about right and it was hard for you because i didn't like 
interview you on like any mm-hmm. deep deeper things that I could use. Uh, and like I listened to his podcast, and they were all like every podcast you've done, you've I've heard you on. It's like you talk about the same thing, like because yeah. they always ask you the same thing, of, like was, his background and you know how he became who he was. And I just was like, shit, I just gotta keep it as surface as possible because yeah. that's all I really knew about him, and I don't want right. to like. I don't want to try to reach for anything. I think the problem people fall into with the roast battle is, especially in the belly room, you got to get the joke out in like five seconds. So to mm-hmm. to set things up and give that exposition to make it specific to that person, you risk losing the crowd. So then people fall back on like easy shit. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. one thing that I love about both of you guys is that you're willing to take the time to let your jokes break. That shit you did against Zach Amico season two, that like really long joke. Like I respect that. Yeah, uh, there is still what, what, what blows me away is the, how short of jokes you can use and and like just such quick jokes that get su- yeah, yeah you can do like six word jokes that get as big of a reaction as your closer. It's if I feel like it's harder to do short jokes on TV though, like really? on, the, on the TV gross battle. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like the audience wants more. Yeah, they I feel like they want more. Like even like sometimes like. You get, I got a big laugh on the first joke, and I'm like, I could just let this ride and save this next one for later. But I'm like, he was doing two. Like, I was like, I feel like you I'm had to do yeah. two. It's kind of like, yeah, I did. fell into his like his rope dope. What you mean? It was like you fell into his strategy. It's like, oh, if he's doing two, now I got to do two. I well, like, no, I mean, I, I, I feel like I had two to to for the judging or whatever, you know? Yeah, because it's like it's like. Amount of punches thrown. Yeah, You're punches like, thrown. Okay. It's yeah. like I feel. I still feel bad about going after his blackness because I was like, well, I shouldn't say anything racist. I think going after someone's blackness is more racist. I don't know. What, it's what's, funny. It's funny. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter if it's funny. I don't understand. It doesn't matter if it's funny. Okay. Like I uh, like why why can't you do something if it's funny? If it's for the art of making the crowd connect to a joke and a premise and laugh, then what does it matter? I guess I will never know how it feels to be a black man having my blackness insulted. Doesn't seem like it'd be fun, but uh, like, I don't think it's possible to insult my blackness. That's crazy because I I would have I to yeah. I would have to have a negative connection with my blackness. Yeah, I don't think you you didn't insult my blackness. You insu- you insulted my race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I you didn't make you didn't insult my my you know my character my black his black personality. Yeah. Well, I you guess ins- the get out joke was kind of that. Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I guess he did, I guess he did. <laughs> that was a slick joke, that was, that was a slick joke because I know Jerron and, and I'm like, well, that wouldn't work if, if I know you, because you don't come off that way, yeah. but on stage, the way that you were dressed for TV, I was like, oh, dude, that shit's perfect. Yeah, he, like, like, <laughs> he was dressed Doug. like a character on Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was well. That was a well joke. Was I? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Was I like Roger? Yeah, it was Roger. Oh, uh, Skeeter. Skeeter. Yeah. Skeeter. Skeeter, for sure. Skeeter. Skeeter. I'll take I'll that. You had a goofier style. Yeah. Frankie's up? Yeah. Frankie's up. This is Jerron. That's Frank. Let's roast. Jerron would have made it to the NFL if only his mom had an arm just like his dad could run. Oh, Frank's been bald for so long, he has a prescription for hats. Black Lives Matter, Jerron Horton's doesn't. Yikes. (laughs) Frank Frank has always had a thing for ugly chicks. He's been on the ones and twos longer than Coach T. Oh, fuck. Coach T. 
Jerron looks like the slave that complains that the others aren't working hard enough. <laughs> Frank's known as the life of the party because he was born at his mom's quinceanera. Oh, shit. Yeah. Jerron always has the look on his face like he's awaiting the results of a paternity test. Frank, Frank lost his cousin this year. It's sad, but at least they have one more thing in common. Now they're both under six feet. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Jerron's also balding. Soon he's going to be the fresh prince of no hair. Frank's shirts are packed like the roast battle because there's not enough belly room. Hey, that's near to the fucking batch. Make it loud, everybody. Yeah. Yes. We had a phone call before uh, just to, like, you know, talk, you know, basically ask questions about each other, which yeah. is a quick, you know, what's off limits. And we both established, you know, don't don't go after my friends. Don't go after my family. And it was very respectful on that. And then I asked him a bunch of questions where he's from, schooling, where he <laughs> lived, his jobs, his family, his, his friends. And then it got to him. I'm like, so you have any questions for me? He's like, nope. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it surface, and that fucked with me so much. Yeah, like, exactly. I, like oh, well, yeah, I just wanted to. The hardest part about writing for him was like, like, not saying rape. <laughs> I was I like, had, how do I talk about him without saying rape? And he's not a rapist at all, but you, no, you but just have the frat guy absolutely. look. Yeah. If I was battling me, I would do three of five date rape jokes. Like, no, it's just such a fun thing to use on me. Joke, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's that? Another, another, another three-fifths three joke, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Stage, yeah. He, yeah, he used to tell me that one. But, uh, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> even the one I did that was about, like, the roofies, it, was, it wasn't even about... Him personally was about his the way you look, just because of that guy. What was who that got joke? Up, it was like a math problem. Oh, wow. it was like if you put two roofies into one drink, how'd you only get three months probation? Oh, right. And oh, it's just that was beautiful. The, yeah. Off Damn. of the guy, off of like one of the dudes who some frack guy, Brock Turner. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a commentary on yeah, the Stanford swim the, team. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish. I almost wish you had actually thrown some exposition in that joke of just Matthew has a degree in mathematics. Here's yeah, a question. Yeah. Because I think people don't realize most people would never yeah. think that about. No, originally originally it was written Matt has a degree in mathematics, but running my jokes by my friends are like that one could, could be cut down. That one could be. Cut oh, down. I just that's the thing about TV. Right. You can use the exposition. Yeah, that's right. the thing I love about. Absolutely. I can be like, I mean, that's what the Oprah Network. Like it's it's quick. Right. Yeah. It, you know, it's a lot of things. You, wish you could go back and do differently <laughs> but you know i mean you probably felt the same way fucking losing to frank yeah like that thing you probably... one thing i could do differently and that's pronounce <laughs> the word paint correctly yeah so i mean you know you, you learned from it you were yeah. fucking spot on in our battle you didn't fucking you hit every fucking period and i mean <laughs> right. I, was like, I was like how does he get it all out so like just enunciate so well there's so many so many words it's that such joke. an unnatural performance like roosevelt is such an unnatural performance because i'm speaking so articulately yes. that i sound like serious talking yeah. together for me <laughs> and, then had that, and then he made fun of it which was so uh, fun look, hey, he made fun of the way i pronounced he it. really he really lays the er yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was 
for me to just keep my like I was like every every time he'd do a joke I had this like this random like half white half Asian dude that was sitting right here <laughs> and he would like give me the he would give me the nod to go do my next <laughs> I'd look over at him. I'd, I'd, I'd look at the crowd. I'd, he'd, he, I'd watch him. He'd get the laugh. I'd watch everyone laugh at me. And then my Asian, half Asian, half white dude would go. And then I'd go That was back. your cup, man? That was like my guy. Yeah. Because he just was the first one to give me any confidence when I walked on stage. He's the first person I saw. And Did you like, know this dude? No. <laughs> I could point him out on camera, though. I could see him. He, uh, he was like my little... Boat of confidence. Yeah. Like, That's right, great. Joke. You got this. Yes. That's pretty good. Dude. Well, you guys are great writers, man. Thank you. Really, really good writers. Anything else to add, Pat? No, just thank you guys for a great battle. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on the podcast, too. Thank you for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. That was Jerron Horton, Matt Broussard, post battle. Thank you, fellas. It's a good show.